0: Hello, my fellow filmmakers, moviegoers, film lovers, film enthusiasts, film buffs, whatever you are. You're listening to this today. You love cinema in some way, shape or form. And I'm happy to have you here. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about a film that needs little to no introduction whatsoever. Uh, This is a film that fans have been waiting for for the past three years. Or if you're a fan like me, you've probably been waiting longer than that today we're going to talk about a film that is so divided right down the middle between whether fans love it or hate it we're going to talk about a film that is trashed by critics we're going to talk about a film that quite frankly i believe most people wanted to fail from the beginning today we're going to talk about batman vs superman dawn of justice so um, starting off, we'll just say who the director is, and he definitely needs no introduction whatsoever, because he is always the circle of controversy with any of his films. Uh, I won't say controversy, you think something big when you say controversy, I'll say um, being trashed, I guess. Uh, he has very much a hate-love relationship with people as well, too. We're talking about the one and only Zack Snyder. Same guy that gave you 300, same guy that gave you Watchmen, the same guy that gave you Man of Steel. And I think that this movie is probably going to follow the same suit as Man of Steel did. Uh, That was one that some people loved it, some people hated it. To this day, that movie is what, about four years, four years old, I think now? And that film is still the circle of conversation with DC fans, comic book fans in general. He still gets asked about that movie to this date in um, interviews. And he just gives that look like, I am so tired of talking about this movie. You either love it or you hate it. And as an artist, I can and myself, I can totally understand his viewpoint on that. If You didn't like it. You just didn't like it. He stands behind his creative choices, which I have the utmost respect for, even if I do not always agree with them. But let's um let's come to this present movie right now, Batman vs Superman, and I don't even know where to start with this. Um, okay, I'll say this: if you're one of those people out there that are just trashing this movie just to trash it, they give it thirty percent and give it an F and all that stupid shit fuck you because you are just lower than dirt to me because those reviews i've read personally that they they make zero to no sense to me i feel like it was it a perfect movie no that's coming from a huge dc fan i'm a very big dc fan Uh, I love comic books in general. I'm a Marvel fan as well, so this has nothing to do with me being biased by any means. I'm a bigger DC fan, but I love both. But to be honest with you, I feel like a lot of people that gave those reviews, um, especially the fans, I feel like it came from that. It literally just came from, well, it's not a Marvel movie. It's not set up like a Marvel movie. It's not fun. It's a dark film. And I'm just gonna give it a 29 or a 30% true you and from the critics I really could give two shits about what you think because honestly in most cases y'all have never picked up a comic book in your life And don't know a damn thing about this genre by any means necessary So I I, I have little to no respect for those reviews uh And if you're going to rate it that low, that's fine. Give me an educated, you know, analysis or something as to White Hayden. Telling me something sucks. is like going outside and saying, oh, my God, the sky is blue. Oh, no, shit, Sherlock. So, no, come up with something better than that. We're not in the third grade anymore. You got to do better than that shit, please, please, by all means. And... For all of y'all out there posting those dumbass Rotten Tomato scores, what credibility are you really trying to prove? Because they gave the first Sharknado, I believe, an 88%. So, really? What, 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 What are you proving here? The fact that they are completely out of sync and don't know what the fuck they're talking about? oh well yeah okay they scored this 29 i'm gonna post this because it's funny now you look dumb too just like they look dumb as well and if you look at what the fans are stating about it it had at one point i think a 77 or 80 percent on there so fuck you who cares about critics like really like i said if you don't like something that's fine i respect everybody's opinion viewpoints Um, And I understand the people that have actually went out there and said they did not like it and actually gave some good reasoning behind why they didn't like it outside of posting stupid Marvel memes and all that dumb shit. I respect it. I respect being able to read your feedback and, um, you know, your reviews actually state something within them outside of. Oh well, when does Civil War come out again? Because guess what? If that movie sucks, you're gonna look like dumb you're gonna look dumb as shit too. So I hope it does not suck by the way, because I really, really, really cannot wait to see the Black Panther in that movie. Everybody's excited about Spider-Man, but I am over here like screaming at every moment for the Black Panther because I have been waiting years to see the Black Panther on uh, in the live action, so I do not want that movie to bomb or do bad by any means, but some of y'all are fucking petty and childish as shit. So that's that's how that's how I'm gonna start that off, I guess. Um, you yeah, know, just calling everybody out, I guess, on this. Um, in five days, just the first five days, this movie has made 500 million already in the box office. So I'm curious. Um, the film is breaking records. Um, box office records. and it is such a especially from a critic standpoint, it is such a trashed movie. Like people just trash this at any given moment of time. And I'm just curious if people are going to see this because I mean, um the the Monday viewings, it was an increase, um a percentage increase in people that went to go see it. and that increased again on Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm curious if. And that's to me, that's very rare. Most of the time I read about these films, you don't see because not too many people just go through the you know, week most of the time it's usually a weekend thing. You know, people go, but most of the time it's during the weekend. Um this was a holiday weekend, it just passed too, it being Easter. So I mean, I know I wasn't expecting their Sunday percentage to be too high. But um I'm I'm just I'm curious um as to if this movie is as bad as people are claiming it to be, if it sucks as much as people claim it out to be, if it is just trash and it's going to destroy the DC cinematic universe, then why does it keep on, you know, breaking records and making money? Um, of course, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean anything, but I am curious. I'm wondering if it's just... Hardcore DC fans like myself um, that are going back to see it. Um, if people are going to see it just because they want to see if it truly is the train wreck people claim it to be, um, is it curiosity? Because uh, I know I've had a few, very few friends that were not up on the comics and um, were just like, why are they fighting? Like, did they fight in the comics? So I don't know if it's just curiosity that people want to go see why the hell they're even fighting. Um, You know, how does Wonder Woman, are people going just to see Wonder Woman because this is the first, you know, um, big screen adaptation that we're actually getting to see of her, um, which was very exciting in the movie for me personally. So I don't know if it's that or seeing the, you know, the Justice League, um, you know, the Holy Trinity Trinity together for the first time on the big screen. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm very curious, um, you know, what's taking people back to, you know, theaters to see this film, or what's taking people to, to the theater? Because critics have not been kind to this, and some of the audience has not been kind to this movie at all. So I'm, I'm quite curious. Some of y'all, y'all gotta help me out on that one right here. But yeah, uh, 500 million um, worldwide um, in just five days. So um, I had read somewhere that um, Warner Brothers uh, considered this to be a profitable film for them once they hit the billion mark. And I'm like, well, y'all are close to that already. So I'm curious to see, you know, if they're going to get to that and what, you know, this holds for the um, the upcoming. Because, I mean, you know, to me, when I when I saw open um, opening weekend numbers, I was like, yeah, this is impressive. This is cool. But longevity is really what's going to be important is um, this for this film and um, this universe is that building entirely. So. Um, You know, kudos to them for, um, you know, having the much needed success that they definitely needed because Warner Brothers definitely needed it. And um, also kudos because we're finally getting to see something more than it just being Batman. And I'm a huge Batman fan, but um, I'm like, DC has so much more to offer than just Batman or Superman for that matter. And I'm like, we got Wonder Woman, you got Cyborg, you got The Flash, you got Aquaman, you, know, you, you got so many ki- Dark Darkseid, which I mean, he's a villain, but you have so much in their arsenal um, from the heroes as well as the, villain, the villains. And I'm just like, if y'all keep, you know, y'all just stop, stop doing the same thing, you know? Um, I, I was I was like, I really do not want to see Batman versus the Joker again. And I, and I mean, he Joker is my favorite villain of all time. And I'm just I don't want to see him anymore Um, I'm excited to see him in Suicide Squad But at the same time like, If he took a long hiatus I'd be perfectly okay with that You know, you look at the Arkham games I, I was like, can't I get a different main villain And I think it was Arkham Origins Where they were hyping it up to be Black Mass And then guess what? It was the Joker, and when um, Arkham Knight came out, you thinking that it's really gonna be Scarecrow, but they found the way. They found the way to get the Joker right on into that narrative, and I'd be damned if he didn't take over that story just about. So, I, I, I just I want to see more. Like I said, I'm a huge DC fan. This is exciting for me that it did make this money because I know they're gonna continue on. I'm hoping that they learned from their faults. I was hoping that happened with this film, but it didn't really happen. Man of Steel was not perfect by any means, but I enjoyed that movie I thought of it like as day one on the office for Superman So when people were complaining about that, I was like, hey, he's not really Superman yet He's learning how to be Superman And you know, this is like the first day on the job, you know, it's not gonna be perfect So I was willing to let some things slide in that movie um, The destruction, the chaos, all of that stuff that happened in that movie I was willing to let it slide Cause I was like, we're never seen and we never have seen it before. We've never seen Superman really becoming Superman and, and, you know, learning uh his his abilities and everything within that suit. So for me, it was, you know, something that was exciting. Um wasn't perfect by any means. Execution wasn't perfect, but it was exciting. This time around, I expected uh more. I expected a little bit more development. And you know, I feel like if um Zack Snyder does have one fault, it would be that developing his characters is not his strong suit. He is great at visuals, um like you I mean whenever you see a Snyder movie cuz you know his movies thus far have been comic book films um so when you see his films you know you're gonna get a true representation of those characters bar none you're gonna get you know live action wise you're gonna get something that's a beautiful spectacle it's visually astonishing to watch sometime a little overdone with cgi but i mean for the most part it looks amazing but usually the characters are the something within the plot is what's lacking and that's where this movie um kind of falls to me um like I said, for me personally, I would give this film a C plus. So all the people that are out there giving this an F and D's and thirty nines. I, I I really I don't I don't understand what you're seeing because y'all are giving you know reviews that a third grader would give me. So I, I don't understand why you're ranking it so low. You know because there's no mature reviews out there for those who are ranking it so low. So I don't get it. I don't get why people are giving it a D and F. Um, you know I I see. A solid C, C minus, C plus. Uh, I have friends that think it was the best thing of all time for comic book movies, and they gave it an a A plus and everything. And I'm like, guys, I'm you know, I, I'm like I said, I'm a huge DC fan. I love my DC, and I'm like, even I couldn't do that. And um, the reason is um, th- th- that character development was lacking, um, and the, the the structure of the story was off. It wasn't linear to me, it's just like the editing. I feel like, you know, truly I think the screenplay probably needed a little bit more revising before they, you know, went and put it out. But I think to save the overall film, I think, you know, a re-edit would do wonders for it. I think if they did, you know, the product that they have now, or the director's cut that they're going to put out, um, I think July is supposed to be the release date for it. Um, I think that if they re-edit that movie, uh, it would be a phenomenal film, because it, it's like unorganized chaos, and when you dig beneath all that chaos, there really is a good movie in there, but you have to dig to find it, and then once you finally figure like you find it, you got Doomsday slapping the crap out of you. So, it's, it's one of those things where there's a lot going on, and you have to really zone in to get what is going on, and I honestly think, and I think this honestly is a fault to the movie as well, is you really have to truly be, I think, in my opinion, a DC fan, um, a true DC fan to catch everything that's in that movie, and uh, and that's not to make an excuse. Like I said, um, some of the reviews I've read from um, from fans that are hardcore DC fans still, you know, left saying, Eh, it needed a little bit more work, and you know, these areas. And um, I was like, Yeah, I agree, I agree. But I think, in order to truly appreciate the things that are in this movie, you gotta be a DC fan. Um, like, you know, the Flash coming back um, in time um, at one scene. Uh, spoilers, by the way, guys. But um, there's a scene where the Flash travels back, and it was right after a dream sequence, so it was kind of odd. To, you know, you couldn't really pick up on what was happening Because he had just had this bizarre dream I believe this was the one where he was in the desert um, Which that whole scene to me felt like it was out of place But um, he had woke up from that And then the flash came back um, And it was just, you know, all this electricity and everything flying And, you know, he's telling, you know, Batman that Lois is the key And... It, 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 First things first, I know a lot of people that didn't even realize who that was or what was happening and couldn't understand what he was saying. So I feel like that, you know, that, that was it was out of place. I appreciate the scene being in there once I went home to think about it for like two days, um, but... To me, I mean, if he's coming back from the future the Warren Batman, I'm like, that has some Flashpoint Paradox references to it, to an extent, to an extent, because that was all about him traveling back and forth in time to fix things. And then you have um, the Injustice arc, which I've heard was not truly canon material, but in that game, Lois basically was key, and the Joker killed Lois, and Superman just decided he was going to fuck shit up, and that's what he did, so... You know, I, I felt like there's some injustice going on in there. I, the obvious choices you had, to, um, you had um, the Dark Knight Returns. That's an obvious influence for Batman side of things, and then you had the death of Superman. Spoiler alert! I'm sorry if you haven't seen it, um, but you have the the death of um, Superman um, um, graphic novel that's referenced throughout this film as well. So I'm like, there's a lot of comic book things in this film. And if you've never read any of these stories, I don't know what's wrong with you. you know, just say it because those are some phenomenal stories. But if you've never read any of these stories or, um, you know, played the Injustice game or if you're not truly engaged, because there were a lot of Easter eggs in this film. If you're not truly a um, DC, you know, fan, you're not going to catch all that stuff. It's going to come out like a jumbled mess. And even me, I was like, this is a jumbled movie. And, you know, I had to really go home and think about everything that I had seen. Um, you know, the dark side references that were in the film. that So we know he's coming at some point. You're not going to pick up on all that stuff unless you really know it and understand it. And I think that has a lot to do with um, the response for this movie as well, too. There are a lot of people that know because, you know, honestly... And I had a talk about this with my manager the other day. When you say comic books, you're more than likely going to say Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man. Those are probably going to be the top three names that you list when you say comic books. So a lot of people want to go see this movie just for that alone. You got Batman and Superman, the biggest names in comic book history, on the same screen in the same film in the same universe for the first time ever um, in cinematic universe. This is the first time this has ever happened. So a lot of people went on that, you know, it, it might not have been, they might not have read these comics since they were kids or they may have never read these comics at all, but they know these characters and they just want to see what's happening. So, you know, I think that's where a lot of that kind of faults back on, Um, Snyder as the director, um, DC, and um, the screenwriter, um, who was, what was the screenwriter's name? Um, David S. Goyer. I feel like it's good to have that stuff in there, but um, you got to have a balance um, as well because you're going to have a general audience that's coming to see these movies as well. So, you know, like I said, it it needed, it needed. And again, to go back on the... um, As far as the pacing and the editing is concerned. At the beginning, you know, we're starting off with um, Batman's origin story. It's 2016. You probably can ask a two year old Batman's origin story. They know it. They, they, They know it. It just, to me, a lot of the batman stuff to me felt unneeded and i understand batman is their money maker that who that's who's gonna bring the money in so i understand let's put more batman in it but at the same time like we know his stuff we know his story what they should have did if they were going to do in my opinion of what they should have did if they were going to have put batman in it so heavily like they did because I mean, I get this it, Batman versus Superman, but he almost takes up more of the screen time than any other character, in my opinion. So I feel like if they're going to do that, we have a Batman now that is ruthless, jaded, does not take any shit by any means necessary, doesn't care. And the big controversial thing that everybody's been talking about Batman kills in this movie, just straight up kills. And there is no gray line. You know, I know Zack Snyder has said he created gray lines. The only gray line in this movie was when he flipped the car. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. Is when he um, was in his Batmobile and he flipped the car onto another car. And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, even then I was watching that like, yo, he just flat out killed. But then you go back to say, yeah, they probably got some broken legs or whatever. They're going to live, but eh, they're going to be they're not going to be doing anything anytime soon. But then we go on, and this was. um, I was actually listening to the podcast on Batman News, and I I love those guys too. Um, But one of them was stating the problem he truly had was when um, he was chasing them to get the kryptonite um, for his own benefit. This was for nobody else's benefit but his own, even though he probably, in my opinion, after I sat and thought about it, he probably saw it as a benefit to everybody else because he sees Superman as a threat which is another problem, but let me not jump ahead just yet, but um, when he's, um, um, they're shooting at his car, he's trying to get the kryptonite, and he fires back at them, and the car pretty much is engulfed in flames, and then he drives right through that sucker, and I'm like, wait, whoa, now that was pointless, that was nothing more than just visual eye candy, because first things first, they ain't hurting your car, dude. Those bullets aren't doing anything. He could have easily just rammed them off the road and kept on going. No, he shot that sucker up, and then it just it blew up, and then he drove right through it. And that's when I was like, mm. and I, I, I had to, you know, really just think about it. I was like, Batman has technically killed in all of his movies, and he's killed a few times in the comics, but. Their older stories, and he has always, for the most part, outside of a few episodes and in the early, you know, comics, he's always lived off his principles of not killing and not, you know... Legit using guns, even though in the Dark Knight Returns he did, but the bullets were rubber. So it's, you know, I feel like I wouldn't have minded some of these things, but again, this is where editing could have came in or direction could have came in. Had we just seen maybe them crawling out of the car or, you know, clawing out or something just to show that they're, they're yeah, they're, they're fucked up, they're done, they're injured, but they're not dead. The film never did that. You know, the film just showed him just killing like, flat-out killing, so my thing is, if we're gonna do that, I was willing to let it go, I was willing to let it go, it took a lot for me to kind of let that slide, because I feel like that has, that's still his principle, and that's what, what makes him stick out a little bit in his universe, and I feel like if they ever bring on the Jason Todd, you know, storyline, now it's kind of pointless, because that was their whole, you know, vendetta for against each other is jason todd was willing to do what batman would not do and in his in this movie he's doing it you know so um i kind of jumped ahead again but to go back why not show i mean i know we saw the robin suit and we saw the ha 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 jokes on you on um on the robin suit which was definitely you know joker affiliated why not if we're going to use these flashbacks because they have flashbacks and dreams and everything for Batman or nightmares I should say if we're going because I as a viewer I was wanting to see that I'm like what truly got him to this point to where he just said fuck it I'm just going to be ruthless I'm going to be savage I'm going to kill and I don't care and I have any remorse towards it what got him to that point you know, that is something I would have died and loved to have seen, but we didn't get the opportunity to see that. We saw, you know, him in the cave and him levitating up in the sky. And I'm like, we don't need that. We saw his parents getting killed. We don't need that. That's stuff we know as a viewer. Uh, we know this stuff, whether we read the comics or not. We've seen that in just about every movie at this point, um, whether it be animated or, you know, live adaptation. We don't need that. So, I feel like Batman, and this is nothing as Ben Affleck, because I think Ben Affleck did a phenomenal job as the character. But I feel that he was almost a wasted character because you have him doing all this stuff. And I would say it's probably the best to me, the best live adaptation we've seen of Batman as far as the fighting style is concerned, the character in general. This was literally like they went into the comic books and pulled him out and said, bam, you're on the screen this is what we're doing but i feel like again wasted what because we could have did so much more superman was a tragic waste to me um because so the movie basically wants you know to see that the people don't trust them why what what gets us to that point? I feel like we had chapter one of Superman, which was, you know, Man of Steel, which was basically day one at the office. And then this should have been chapter two, but it's like we went right on to chapter three and just skipped that whole chapter two session. Because we see a few scenes, like a montage scene where, you know, he's like pulling this this ship Um, With you know on the chain We see him saving people with the flood And then um, I think it was A day of the dead event or something like that they called He saved the girl from the burning building We, We needed more Of that we needed to see Superman Being Superman you know We needed more of the cheesy Superman That's smiling because he's doing the right thing He's saving people and he feel like He's doing something right for the people we needed More of that we needed to see that And then we also needed to see What was truly the reason for people just hating him because we didn't really see that. We don't know what it was because. Honestly, we have the most powerful being, or, you know, alien, whatever you want to call him, that's walking the face of the earth. That whole desert scene, to me, was ridiculous. And the fact that they were like, why would, why would he have to use guns where he can just use his, you know, he can use his freaking laser vision shit that he has going on. What? He can beam you and you're done. He doesn't need damn guns. And I know, you know, somebody might listen to this say, well, when Superman returns, he used, yeah, yeah. But that, to an extent, was also a different, you know a Superman at that point too. He didn't need guns at this point in the story. It was nothing to build up to say the people should doubt him. And even when he went to the um like the supreme court or whatever it was and the building blew up i feel like for somebody that is able to see, you know hear and kind of see everything and know what's going on how did that manage to happen so again that felt like a scene that should have been maybe in man of steel where it was day one at the office and everything wasn't right he didn't know what his abilities were this was what almost a year and a half or two years after those events and he still seems unsure of himself he still seems uncomfortable and he still doesn't seem to have that desire of he does he belongs and i'm just like wait a minute what is going on here cuz of i don't understand the motive to get me to this point you know and there was no motive, they, they, they didn't show it. You know, like I said, I feel like there's a huge chunk that's missing from the Superman art because I can't say that I, you know, agree with these people. I'm like, he hasn't really done anything wrong outside of being destructive as hell, but he hasn't really done anything to say we shouldn't trust him. Why do we trust him, or, or why should we trust him? Do we really need Superman here? I'm like, what? Wait a minute what are y'all talking about What has he done he hasn't done anything yet If anything the only Vendetta I could have solved was Batman's Bruce Wayne's His at the, He was the only person that I Saw fit to say we don't Need Superman he's gotta go Yes, I, I agreed you know cause He caused a lot of destruction at the end of that First movie so it made sense to Me but As a whole I'm like I don't Am I? Why am I supposed to hate him I Ironically when we got towards the end of the movie, Batman was the one where I was like, dude, calm your happy ass down and just listen. And the motive for them to fight was kind of weak. You know, Lex basically just puppeteered these two colossal giants into destroying each other. I'm like, uh, both of these are geniuses. Both men are geniuses. Like, really? How? How? How does that even happen? In such a cheap way. It felt very cheap. It felt like a cheap way to make them fight. And then when it started to happen. I sat in that theater angry. Like I was sitting there like y'all are acting like big idiots right now. And. A lot of it stemmed from Batman just being jaded and not wanting to listen. I'm like, dude, calm your ass down, man. What is wrong with you? And I'm like, damn, now y'all are fighting. And he, he was about to kill Superman. I'm like, so what gets this man to this point to where he's just ready to give middle fingers and just, and just say fucking and kill people? And, and then, you know what? Hold on. Let me rewind back. Wait a minute. Before I go to where I was about to go, let me rewind back. There was one scene that really bothered me, and it was during that chase scene. When um, Batman was chasing the villains to get the kryptonite. And Superman just stands in the middle of the damn road and lets them get away. Lets them get away, crashes Batman's car just to say the bat is dead, consider this mercy. I'm like, dude, you just let villains get away you are terrible at your damn job give me your damn suit you're fired go write damn newspapers or some shit because I'm like there's no you're just gonna let them walk away just gonna let them go now truly for granted it was you know the whole thing Batman was trying to stop him with the kryptonite so I mean I get that but like really you just let villains get away for for your own benefit so it's a lot of your own benefit happening in this damn movie for everybody i'm like really they're gone you're letting and at the end it was the stuff that was used to destroy your ass And, and, and what what so okay going back to the fight going back that was something that bothered me in the movie it was a cool visual it was a very cool visual the way they shot it and did the editing for it. But that bothered the hell out of me in that movie. Then go back. then another part that bothered me was at the end of this fight. Batman's about to basically just kill him. And we're talking about, okay, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to do. This. So okay, they find out that they their moms had the same exact names. What a coincidence. Martha. Why did you say that name? And I'm just like, what the hell is this? I'm like, so y'all stop fighting because of that? And Lois, where the hell did you come from? Sit your ass down somewhere. And Lois comes running in to save the day. Save the, his mom's name is Lois. Oh, my God, please stop. And I'm like, girl, go home and write a newspaper. What the hell are you doing here? What are you doing here? I, I, what? Go home go home and how in the hell did she know because she was nowhere near when Batman said they needed the kryptonite to destroy Doomsday and Doomsday's the reason for being there so Lex just wanted to create something that could destroy the world entirely I understand the character's his motive was he didn't like to be outshined or outshadowed by anybody so you know that was that's his, 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 his hate for Superman didn't really explain that in the movie whatsoever either. So it's like a lot of characters thrown in there, but motivation is lacking. And whenever you write a screenplay, a script, or a play or play whatever, or even a story, your you characters should have a point A and a point B. The character should have a motive to do what they're wanting to do. And it was never really explained for anything. It just seemed like they just threw everything in there. It's like they threw a lot of scenes together and put the movie together and the thing is it's such a weird movie because you would think that this movie truly is a train wreck and for some people they think that um and have good reason for thinking that for other people they just want to hate honestly for me to be honest but i could not bring myself to hate this movie and maybe it's because i'm a dc fan and i understood some of the stuff they threw in this movie but it was some really cool scenes in this movie a lot of cool scenes and um, it's just unfortunate unfortunately it's like they had the ingredients but they had the you know the cook didn't cook it properly and it just didn't go so well it didn't taste so good when they when they cooked it so it, it was a lot it was just a lot of stuff where I kept scratching my head like again why is Lois here two how does she know that they need the kripne because she clearly throws it away? So she's the one that throws it in the water to begin with, and I was expecting Aquaman to just raise up and just do it, but I still got to see Aquaman in this movie, who I'm a huge fan of, so I was okay. Um, and that was another cool thing. We got to see Aquaman. We got to see The Flash. We got to see Cyborg. Yes, they were for quick minutes, quick seconds, but the fact that we got to see them was awesome to me, and it definitely got me excited to see what they do with their universe, Um I just want them to learn. I want them to learn from the mistakes in this movie because to me, like I said, it was enjoyable. I give it a C plus, but it had faults. And I think, again, you know, you have to see this again to truly appreciate it. You have to see it more than one time to truly appreciate the things that are in this movie. There are going to be things that give you a headache, as you can see, because I didn't understand why Lois had to be at the end at all. I didn't understand why she had to be the one to try to go get the kryptonite and the Superman ended up saving her. I didn't get that. Um, Wonder Woman uh, was phenomenal. So, all the people that were hating on Gal at the beginning, yeah, uh huh, yeah, you look stupid now because to me, I thought she was awesome. Hell, all of y'all were hating at the beginning, you were hating, y'all were hating on Ben Affleck and Gal at the beginning. And to me, they were probably acting wise, were the two best things in this movie. And I had that's nothing against Henry as Superman. I feel like he, he. He has the ability to truly do an amazing performance as Superman, Um, because to me personally, I think he's the best Superman we've had um, uh, outside of, you know, I know Christopher Reeves having his legendary status and everything, but to me as a performer, he does better than Christopher Reeves. Sorry, you know, I understand that the original films, you know, hold something special. Um, It's just like the people that continues to say Keaton was the best Batman, and to me, you know, I thought Bell did better, and I, I now think that Ben Affleck, to me, is our definitive Batman. Sorry, you know. I'm sure I get a middle finger for saying that. But I just don't think um, he's truly been given the opportunity to shine yet. He hasn't been given the opportunity to truly do anything because the scripts don't allow it. This film should have, um, you know, solidified that and gave, you know shown that performance that he was very capable of giving but again it was jumbled it was it was too much going on and I just think you know I always say uh, you can't blame an actor for you know if the movie doesn't live up to expectation or you think they didn't live up to expectation as the character you can't always blame the actor because sometimes the script is not there you know I've seen a lot of Al Pacino movies. I'm a big Al Pacino fan. I'm a big Denzel fan. But I've seen a lot of um, Pacino films where he, c- The Godfather 3, to me, is a perfect example. You got a phenomenal performance from Pacino, but he couldn't save that movie because the direction of it was lost. There was a good movie in there. <laughs> But it was lost. Maybe I should talk about that that franchise. Because that is one of my favorite franchises. The first two movies anyway. But to get back on this one, I just I don't know. I'm I'm curious um, to read more viewpoints. Um I, I have a few um that I want to uh to share that I thought was funny. Um this one is uh from an old friend of mine and she wrote this on my Instagram. I'm not going to read her Instagram name. I'm just going to say her name Mimi. Uh she said and I quote, "I am dying to see this movie was supposed to be was supposed to be today, but that all shot the hell now." And she said, "Please don't diss Jesse Eisenberg. I freaking love that guy. He can't help that the writers want to go in a different direction with Lex Luthor than the um Luthor than the norm." And I could, okay. First, she has this high pitched voice. So I just imagined her saying, Don't talk about little Jesse Einsberg. I like him. You know, I just imagined reading that in her voice, and it brought tears to my eyes that I was laughing so hard this morning. And um, I actually have nothing bad to say about him. Um, quite frankly, when I was watching the film, I thought that he fit this universe perfectly um, that they're painting. But I also said, um, While while I was watching the movie in the theater with with my girlfriend, I was like, this just does not feel like Lex Luthor. This doesn't feel like the Lex that I know. And maybe that was intentional. And I went home and started reading theories. And he said in the movie, he kept saying his father and so on and so forth. And I was like, that's Lex's son. I have a feeling that's his son. That is not Lex that we know. This is Lex Jr. or something. And start reading, you know. Different Fan theories and reviews and come to see That that seems to be possibly a case Of um, what truly Is going to happen so I honestly um, A little too Wacky I guess is the word for me At times but as a whole I enjoyed him um, in, in this Universe I thought he was kind of a perfect Fix because this whole universe is a Little unorthodox so I had nothing Against him um, he wasn't my favorite aspect Of the movie um, I love Gal. Like, I left that movie saying, holy crap, when is Wonder Woman coming out again? And I literally set that month on my calendar so that I knew that that was coming out. Because I'm excited. Um, Hans Zimmer, his score was amazing. I'm a little sad to see that this was going to be his last one. But me, personally, I think he left on a bang for as far as the genre. He's not going to be doing any more superhero scores. So, I was just say it's sad to me because he did the Dark Knight trilogy, he did Man of Steel, he also did the Amazing Spider Man too. I think people forget about that one, and um, I, I said Man of Steel, um, and he did this one. So I mean, he did some great work for um, comic book movies, and I'm gonna be a little sad to see him go. I, Hans Zimmer is my favorite composer for film, hands down. I'm a little sad to see him go, but at the same time, as an artist, I know how. Draining Neck and be to keep on doing the same thing And he's done Batman the most now You know, he did three for Nolan Then he did this one Then he did Superman And then, you know, so I understand he's tired He said he wants to kind of go on tour a little bit And just, you know, enjoy himself now I am hoping Because I was really looking forward to hear his Justice League theme Because I just had in my mind He was going to be the person that was going to do it But I wouldn't mind Junkie XL Who also worked on this soundtrack with him Taking over the ranks but um, I'm hoping that he he gets convinced to do just one last one, just one more. And if not, you know, it's fine. And like I said, I look forward to seeing his other works, the other work that he does in um in his movies because he's a phenomenal composer. Um, Inception he did as well, uh, Interstellar he did. He he's done some greats. The Lion King um, that I want to say. I think he helped with the Jungle Book. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me directly on that. But he's done some amazing stuff. I know he's done over 150 scores, so he's great. I, I truly love his work. And I, the same thing happens in this film when they show Wonder Woman for the first time and her theme kicks in. Your adrenaline just starts to pump all automatically, and it's one of my favorite songs on the score. So if you don't have that soundtrack, you know Apple Music, gets Spotify hell buy it whatever you want to do I personally bought my copy because I just love you know film scores and I do weird stuff like that um but as a collective whole um like I said I I, I know I gave some spoilers but there are some that I did when I leave I left out so you can see it on your own um as a whole I personally I said as I said a few times throughout this podcast it gets a strong c plus um because the potential is there there's some good stuff there It's a lot of good stuff in there it's just unorganized and it's kind of unorthodox you know you have to see it for yourself to decide if that's a bad thing or a good thing but i just i just want to say don't be the person that walks out of the theater and says that fucking sucks um and if you do just don't be that that you know have a good reason you know n- know why you didn't like it don't just walk out like a third grader and say well that sucks because you know we're all adults here and truly I've said this a few times if you're going to criticize an artist's work or a filmmaker's work or anything to that extent there is a Kanye line in one of his songs that is one of my favorites and it went if you can do it better than me then you do it so if you're going to just say something sucks, take your ass out to the nearest Best Buy or go on bnh.com and please get your own camera, learn how to write a screenplay, get some actors that are willing to get in your movie and you do a fucking better job at this at this then. Because I take it seriously Because it is um, You know Something I'm investing Myself in as well That's my career path You know I write screenplays And things That's my, that As well So I understand You know Once you know You get on that level And once you decide Hey I'm gonna be an artist Or whatever it may be You're gonna be Constantly scrutinized Picked at Made fun of So on and so forth But I just want you To think about that Next time you say Something sucks Or you wanna talk about Somebody artist's Or um, talk about An artist's work What the hell are you doing? Because in my experience, from what I've seen, the people that are so quick to say something sucks or are so quick to truly just criticize something, they more than likely are not doing anything that's worth being critiqued, judged or praised by any means necessary. So, You know, if you're going to walk there and say something sucks, then, you know, go make your own damn movie. And then when people do the same shit to you, yeah, you're going to look like an idiot because why? You know, so that's all. That's my closing remarks on that because that truly bothers me. You know, anytime I see somebody say something, just if it's Jaws, if it's not Jaws, if it's like Sharknado or Jason X movie, you say something like that is trash. For all intents and purposes, it's probably intended to be that. I understand those movies aren't really taking themselves too seriously, you know. For the movies that are, you know, like this or you know, The Godfather, Scarface, whatever you want to say. For the movies that you know, people are actually taking time to make and try to do right. Sometimes things happen. The studio can come into it. The director might be a bad choice, bad acting, or a bad casting choice. Whatever it may be, things happen. I Understand that. But if you're just going to flat out Come out and say something sucks What are you doing? Think about that What are you doing? What are you doing with your life and your career? And I'm done I'm done I'm done So at the end of the day One more time I give this movie a C plus Um, I look forward to seeing the three hour um, Director's cut that comes out in July I will probably see it in theaters Just one more time Because it is a film that I do truly feel um, Needs more than one viewing So um, yeah, somebody's calling me jerks in my damn podcast um, So yeah, enjoy the film If you haven't seen it yet, if you have seen it, go see it again I'm sure you probably are If you didn't like it, then, you know, understand that as well uh, Again, this is Trey Squire uh, You can follow me on Instagram at Trey Visions I've seen some of y'all My Instagram has gone up a little bit lately since I started doing this you can follow me on Twitter At Trey Visions You can follow me on Tumblr At thefilmmakersblog.tumblr.com And I think that's everything <laughs> If I'm, if I'm saying So yeah, I did my Instagram I did my Twitter So yeah, um, feel free to Leave your feedback Say something about these films If you want to You know, whatever you need to be You know, I'm, I love reading um, Your comments, your feedback I like seeing what um, What you all have to say So Yeah Um, Until next time guys See ya